0: al Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, We praise Him, we praise Him, and we thank Him. And we pray to Allah from our sins and our sins of our actions. Whoever is God, does not believe Muhammad, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اللَّهَ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ Indeed, all praise and thanks belongs to Allah alone. We seek His help, His assistance and guidance in all things. He whom Allah guides, there is none that can misguide Him. And He whom Allah leads astray, there is none that can guide Him except through the will and permission of Allah alone. And I bear witness and testify that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. And that Muhammad ibn Abdullah ibn Abdul muttalib al-Hashmi al-Qurashi was the final messenger and prophet sent to all of mankind. O oh, you who believe, fear Allah, fear Allah as he deserves to be feared. And do not die except in a state of Islam. Do not die except that you are Muslims. Rabbi shrah li sadri, wa yassir li amri, wa min lisani, yafqahu qawli. Alhamdulillah, this is lesson 11 in our reading of al tafsir And today will be somewhat of a conclusion of Surah Al-Fatiha as we take the final verse of Surah Al-Fatiha today. Which is, what verse are we up to boys? الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ And this is commonly translated and the best يعني, translation that exists of the Qur'an generally speaking is the translation of Muhsin Khan Taqidin Hilali in English. And because it's got the incorporated tafsir. Now, the translation of this verse that we generally find in the Masahif is the way of those on whom you have bestowed your, grace, bestowed your grace, not the way of those who earned your anger, nor those who went astray. So over here, we see that there is somewhat of a connection to the previous verse. What was the previous verse? إِذِنَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ right? Guide us to the straight path And then it's صِرَاطَ ladina The path of So it's, it's the connection there So over here We know that what is يعني, Important to know is You are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To guide you upon this path And now this is more of a bayan More of an explanation Of what that path itself is So over here If we look at the tafsir's the early tafasir, like for instance, tafsir of Imam Al Qurtubi, who died in the year 671. MashaAllah, on the ball, while he's walking towards me? No pen, paper in hand, mashaAllah. Imam Al Qurtubi, who died 671, states: The meaning of this verse, Sirat al-Ladina namta alayhim, gayl al-Mardubi alayhim, walad is: Make our guidance continuous. Make our guidance continuous. Because indeed a person can be guided to a path and then be broken from it. So you are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this guidance upon this way, upon this path. And what you are actually saying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is keep me on this path. Because very, very frequently people who are on the path fall off the path. And guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So you are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To make this guidance continuous To make this guidance continuous Now Alhamdulillah Last week we took specifically What a sirat was Right? Sirat, we took that last week When we took Idina al-sirat al-mustaqeem Guide us to the straight path As for Allazina an'amta alayhim Those upon you have bestowed your grace upon Who are these people? Right, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed For us to say, guide us to the straight path And then The path of those upon whom you have bestowed your blessings So who are these? This very special few Who are they? Now Imam al qurtubi rahimahullah, he states that there have been differences of opinions regarding who, upon whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's grace was bestowed upon. There was some differentiation, differences regarding this, يعني, who these special few were from the scholars of the past. However, he says, but the vast majority of the scholars of tafsir, the majority, the jumhur of the scholars of tafsir, they stated... What is intended is the path of the Prophets, the path of the Prophets, the truthful, the martyrs, and the righteous. Right? Specifically, these four. The path of the Prophets, the truthful, the martyrs, and the righteous. And this has been taken from the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah quotes, which is, Surah an verse 69
1: وَمَنْ يُطْعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِم مِّنَ النَّبِينَ من النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالح والشهداء والصالحين وحسن أولئك رفيق. الله سبحانه وتعالى says إن whoever obeys Allah and
0: the messenger, whoever obeys Allah and the messenger they will be in the company of those upon whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed his grace an'ama alayhim so over here we know specifically this is who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed this grace upon right and who are they from the prophets and the truthful and the martyrs and the righteous And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if you follow Allah and the messenger, you're going to be with them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes this company in a very beautiful way. He says, and how excellent are they as companions. How excellent are they as the people that you are going to be around. I want you to imagine something, yeah. I know this is a bit off topic, a little bit. But imagine, wallahi. That you are in Jannah And your neighbor Is someone from the Sahaba I want you to think about this Inshallah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this Or that you are in the presence Not neighbors In the presence of the messengers Imagine sitting with Dawud alayhi salam With Sulaiman alayhi salam With Isa alayhi salam with Harun alayhi salam, with Nuh alayhi salam, with an-Nabi salawatu wa salamuhu alayhi. This is يعني, who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you are going to be around them if you do two things. Follow Allah and follow an-Nabi salallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and follow an-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "You are going to be in this excellent company." Who can tell me of some of the greatest shuhada that lived? Right, Hamza, radiyallahu Umar, radiyallahu Uthman, radiyallahu Ali, radiyallahu an, and how many other companions of the Prophet alayhi, were martyred? Imagine being in their company. Was Siddiqeen. Imagine being in the company of the leader of a Siddiqeen, a Siddiq. Imagine being in the company of Abu Bakr عنه, Seeing how his faith was. And who is he gonna be next to the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa So my brothers and sisters. These are the righteous. These are the righteous. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you a golden ticket. And says you want to be with them? They're only going to be in Jannah. And they're not going to be in low levels of Jannah. Al-Nabiyeen wa shuhada. These are the highest points of Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is offering it to you. On a golden platter. Do you want to be with them? Simple. Allah has given you this beautiful equation. Follow Allah and follow Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imam Al Qurtubi Rahimahullah he continues and he says, and this verse (coughs) it shows that these are those who are upon the straight path. Surat Al Mustaqeem, this is who is upon that path. And Imam Al Qurtubi Rahimahullah he continues and says, and that is what is. Intended, And this is what is intended from the verse in Al-Fatiha. And every statement that has been mentioned comes back to one of these groups mentioned in the verse. So he says there is no need to mention the various statements and the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sought. He's saying that there are various tafsir of Ladina ladina an'amta alayhim from the Salah. There's a lot of them. From the companions and the tabi'een and those who followed. And he says, but all of them go back to one of these groups. So there's no point he's saying over here, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already told us this, there's no need for us to do tikrar and mention who from the companions said that surat al ladina and an'amta alayhim is, for instance, the believers, or an nabiyyin the prophets, or the shuhada, the martyrs, or the righteous. There's no need to tell you who said that, because Allah is telling you that, and that's sufficient. Something that's awesome, yeah? Imam Tabir, when he's mentioning this, he brings the whole uh, passage of the Qur'an before this verse. So I'm going to tell you something that's really important, insha'Allah, is how does someone attain this guidance? How does someone get on to this huda, this guidance, إِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاتِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ and then al-Ladina Namta alayhim How do you get on to that? Right? We understand that that is what you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in two verses before this verse, He says something very beautiful. And this is also in Surah Al-Nisa, of who the people of blessings are and how to be of them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says,
1: ولو انهم فعلوا ما يعظون به لكان خيرا لهم لكان خيرا لهم واشد تثبيتا واذا لَآتَيْنَاهُمْ من عندنا اجرا عظيما Allah
0: subhanahu wa ta'ala says And if they had done that which they had been reminded by It would have been better for them And would strengthen them in faith And indeed we would have bestowed upon them A great reward from us So what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying? If they had followed what we had told them to follow If they were guided to what they were told to be guided to Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we would have given them a lot If they did this, we would have given them We would have granted upon them great favors And then he says And indeed guided them to the straight path So this guidance to the straight path Yes you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it But it doesn't end there it's not just اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاتِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ سِرَاتَ الَّذِينَ نَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ Guide us to the straight path Those upon, The path upon those who you have bestowed upon That's it, just a blanket statement You can't be with the prophets, the martyrs The truthful, the righteous And you haven't done any deeds Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says before Telling us who these people are He says if they listen to If they fulfilled that which they were called to Then they would have been given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala great much And they would have been guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So, and subhanallah These four These four asnaf, if you want to call them These four categories of people They all have one thing in common They all did something They all did something The Anbiya called to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The martyrs fought for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The truthful, they believe in the righteous. They did that which was righteous. None of them were just aimlessly just saying we believe. No, no, no. They believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they done great much. And some of the salaf included in this, the path of the angels. Al-Malaika. Were also put on them. Why? Because even the angels They only do that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Instructs them to But they do They fulfill the command They don't just wait about Allah has told us to do something And then nothing happens No, no, no They don't procrastinate The angels fulfill the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Immediately So the scholars have also included them Like Imam tabari rahimahullah Who states Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah Said that those upon his path, upon this path of rightly guidedness, and those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed, who are they? The angels, the messengers, the truthful, the martyrs, and the righteous. He's added what? The angels. And he says, those who obeyed you, and those who worshipped you. Those who not just obeyed, they believed, no, but they worshipped in turn. So over here, this is very, very important, inshaAllah. That belief needs to be accompanied with action. Belief needs to be accompanied with action. As for غير المغضوب عليهم ولا بالين. now there have been varied views regarding who these are. Imam Al Qurtubi, Rahimahullah he mentions the majority opinion is that those upon whom the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is upon are the Jews the Jews and those who went astray are the Christians right, this is Imam Al-Qurti bi rahimahullah who died in the year <laughs> you have to look down now 671 right? <laughs> 671 so he is saying that the majority opinion at the year 671, those who came before him, Imam al Qurtubi rahimahullah didn't just write his tafsir from anywhere. No, he based it on the tafsir that came before him, right? So he says, the majority opinion is that those whom the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are upon, al-maghdubi alayhim, who are they? They are the Jews. And al who are they? They are the Christians. Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, he continues and he says, This is in line with that which was mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding the Jews. This is in line with that which has been mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding the Jews. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah,
1: verse 61. Allah subhanahu wa
0: ta'ala He said And they drew upon themselves The wrath and anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Jews And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said In Surah Al-Fatih Verse 6 وَغَضِبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ And the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is upon them This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's speech In different contexts regarding who? The Jews and then Imam Al Qurtubi Rahimahullah continues and he says, and Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has said regarding the Christians in Surah Al Ma'idah,
1: verse 77 <laughs>
0: Indeed, they are those who went astray previously. And they misled many others and they strayed from the correct path. Click up. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over here is talking about what? The Jews and the Christians and the descriptions that Allah has given upon them in the Quran. So over here, Imam al Qur'tubi is, is saying that this is completely in line with the Qur'anic description of these two classes of people, with these two categories, with the Christians and the Jews. However, it has also been stated, Imam al Qurtubi rahimahullah he makes mention of this, that the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are upon al right, the polytheists, those who commit shirk. And those who strayed from the path were the Munafiqun, the hypocrites. And it has also been stated that those whom Allah subhanahu another opinion, يعني, that those whom the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are upon are those who practice innovations and upon its path. That's a serious one, huh? Those who practice innovations and are upon the path. They are al-maghdoob. Al-maghdoob alayhim, the ones who practice innovations and upon its path. And those who went astray are those who strayed from the path of guidance. Now these statements were quoted by Imam al qurtubi rahimahullah But stated at the end, he even said that they are hasan, they're good, they're fine. However, he says, the tafsir of the Prophet is to be foremost at the peak, and it is higher, and it is better. That the tafsir of the Prophet is to be at the foremost, and it is higher, and it is better. What do we learn from this? Actual question. Let's see if you guys are awake. If he's saying, <laughs> if he's saying, <laughs> if is saying that this is the tafsir, and some of them are fine, and he says they're good, they're Hasan. However, the tafsir of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is better. What does that mean? That there is a specific tafsir over here by the Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam that we have to look for. There's a specific if he's saying that these are the different akwal, these are the different things that have been mentioned. But then he says, but the tafsir of the Prophet sallallahu is supposed to be looked at as at the forefront, that which nothing can come before and nothing is above because it is the highest and it is the best because nothing is better than it. So, we have to look at what this hadith is. And then we find in in a there is a hadith that is narrated by Adi ibn Hatim, عن, and it is a long hadith, but there is a statement in there of the Prophet where the Prophet said, فَإِنَّ الْيَهُودَ مَغْضُوبٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَإِنَّ النَّصَارَ The Prophet explicitly, specifically he says, <دُلّال> what are they? Indeed, the Jews. Upon them is the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and indeed, the Christians are those who went astray. Specifically, exactly, exactly what we were saying is the first Qawl of the Jumhur of the Mufassirun. Right? Jumhur of the Mufassirin. What did they say? The, the widespread majority opinion is, Al عَلَيْهِمْ who are they? The Jews. And the who are they? They are the Christians. And this is in line with what the nabi sallallahu alayhi says in a hadith that is authentic, that is found in at tirmidhi Alhamdulillah. So, <coughs> there is a clear-cut hadith regarding this issue. So, that is the strongest opinion of those who are upon the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those who are astray. As for the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Right Over here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us That there are people who Allah will be angry with So it means that anger is from the characteristics There is a part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Where this is part of his qualities and characteristics Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has this characteristic Of being angry with those who anger him Common sense right? You think that but no And what this anger means is The intention to punish. Intention, those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who incur the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how does this translate? His anger is reason for punishment. The anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reason for punishment. And He will punish those whom He is angry with. And what is the quickest way to remove the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Tawbah, istighfar. Wow, that just escalated very quickly <laughs> And nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says As narrated by Anas radiallahu an, that Charity extinguishes the ghadab of, a, of the Rabb the Charity extinguishes the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So charity is the quickest way Because this is what the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explicitly told us That charity extinguishes The anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Something that is beautiful that Imam al Baghawi rahimahullah who died in the year 516. 516. Tabari is 30. Tabari is 30. He was. (laughs) Imam al Baghawi rahimahullah who died in the year 516. He says that the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not be upon the sinners of the believers. But rather exclusively upon the disbelievers That the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not be upon We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this ya Rabb That it will not be upon the sinners of the believers But it will be exclusively to the disbelievers We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his His protection From (coughs) his anger ya Rabb Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah Who died in the year. Too many guesses and doubts on this face, nah, nah, nah. I'm not gonna even accept anything anymore for this one. And indeed, Ibn Al Qayyim rahimahullah. I'm not gonna. You got three different answers between the three of you. Astaghfirullah. Nah, I'm not gonna answer that. Nah, you guys have to. na that's it. Game over. Ibn Al Qayyim rahimahullah. <coughs> what is this multiple choice? <laughs> Ibn Al Qayyim rahimah. <laughs> Ibn Al Qayyim rahimahullah. He says. And indeed, some of you have laptops. It's just a control F. (laughs) Ibn Al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, he says. And indeed, if one was cured, this is a beautiful statement which basically concludes everything from Al-Fatiha, the last three verses that we've taken. It's a beautiful, beautiful statement. Wallahi. He says, and indeed, if one was cured from the disease of Ar-Riya, what's Ar-Riya? Showing off. The minor, the hidden, shirk. And he says, if one was cured from the disease of ar-riya the hidden shirk showing off by the verse na'budu You were cured by ar-riya because of this if you understood this properly. He says and was cured from the disease of arrogance and pride by the verse Iyyyaka nasta'een. nasta'een cured you from pride and arrogance and from the disease of ignorance and deviation by the verse, You were cured from what? Ignorance and deviation. Ignorance and deviation from the verse, الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ Then, Ibn Al-Qayyim says, Then he has been cured from his sicknesses and diseases. And has gone into being cured and uprightness. And upon him, the blessing of righteousness was complete. Because you've gone through and cured all of these sicknesses of the heart. And you (coughs) have gone into something that is a state of goodness. right? And he says, and upon him, the blessing of righteousness was complete. And he now is from those whom upon blessings is bestowed upon him. يعني أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ right? Now he's upon the path of who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed. And, and he is And not from the path of those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is angry with. And he says... And they are the people of evil intent, those who knew the truth and turned away from it. Those who knew the truth and turned away from it. And he is not from ad those who are astray. Ibn qayyim rahimahullah he says, those who have corrupted knowledge, those who were ignorant of the truth and did not come to know it. Those who were ignorant of the truth aslan And even after their ignorance They didn't find the truth They just stayed upon Their falsehood We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For his protection In these verses Subhanallah Is so much happening Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah He summarized it in one paragraph A beautiful summary of everything That we've kind of just taken In the last three four verses That Internally, when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone then you're fighting off all the pride and arrogance and when you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone yes alone you're worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone so you're fighting away from al-riya and then you lift off this ignorance off you and misguidance off you through coming onto the straight path And then you are not going to be of those whom Allah is angry with, nor are you going to be of those whom have been astray. But rather you are going to be of those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pours His blessings over. This is what you ask for. 17 times a day on a bare minimum. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to be thinking about every time you read this. This is it. That you are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone You are seeking His assistance alone You are asking Him for guidance You don't want to be of the people of disbelief You want to be of those who are upon belief This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to recite this every single time On a bare minimum, 17 times We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for an increase in understanding Ya Rabb we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his protection. Barakallahu feekum. That actually concludes our tafsir of Surah Al-Fatiha. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this from us. Barakallahu feekum. Wa salallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wa jazakum allahu Wa salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This program was presented by Al-Bayn Radio, the voice of al sunnah wal Jama'a.